0: Coming live from Greenbelt, Maryland, USA is our guest tonight. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And before I move forward, may I request you to subscribe, follow, like, and comment on whichever platform you are watching or listening to this show on. And today we have Dr. Barrett Matthews, media optimization expert, author, speaker, and podcast host. Welcome to the show, Barrett.
1: Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here.
0: Thank you. And we are also excited. The audience I'm sure will get a lot of value out of this. So Barrett, you have years of TV and radio experience at CBS and its affiliates along with work in print media. And now you help entrepreneurs and executives reach their ideal clients who want to pay them. This is what a lot of people want. They want clients and they want an unlimited stream of clients. Can you, can you tell us how does this thing work about means using the media to the maximum extent possible for business? How does this assimilation work and you are an expert of this.
1: Sure. It, it, it's uh, funny because we've been taught the wrong thing a lot. And I, I believe at least we've been taught to focus on one area of media. If, if you do a podcast, just do that podcast and keep building it and keep building it. And we've been taught to find that perfect avatar client and go after that client, try to find them wherever they are and go go meet them. Well, I disagree with that. I say that, one, everybody consumes their information through one form of media or another. Everybody consumes, whether it be podcasting, books, television, film, social media, whatever. They consume their media through what they like. And if you're focused on just one area, let's say you're focused on podcasting, and you may have a great podcast, but if you have clients that they're looking for you that only like to read books and you don't have a book, you're missing that You're missing that client. And that means you're missing revenue because you're missing people that want to pay you, but they just don't know where you are. So I say, if you're going to reach out to people, reach them in every form of media because they are looking for you in their form of media, not just the area in which you're comfortable. Okay. Okay, Dr. Barrett.
0: So, you know, what is it that stops people from using media in the way they should to get more
1: business more clients that's a great question i believe it's one it's because we've been taught to focus on one thing we've been told that by other people just focus on one thing and i think the other one is that we do what i call ego-based marketing for our business We, we base it on our ego if i'm comfortable with just doing social media, well, I'm going to go with what I'm comfortable with. That's what people, a lot of people think because they're comfortable. They don't want to get uncomfortable and learn something new or try something different. But I've always said that success and comfort don't mix. So You're going to have to get a little uncomfortable to get some success in your life. So that means you may need to learn how to do a streaming TV show. You may need to learn how to do a documentary film on your business to show those people a different side of it. But what it will do is expose you to a totally different audience and there are people in that audience that want to be your client okay okay so for
0: businesses especially small businesses and for consultants consultants coaches even for larger size businesses who do you think should focus on media as a vehicle that should be you know that can help them get Uh,
1: The answer is yes. Uh, Everyone should be using, should be using. See, like I said, everybody, you, me, whatever, we all consume our information through one form of media. It could be social media. It could be films. It could be television. It could be podcasting. It could be written media. We all get our information from some form of media. So everybody has clients out there, but you have to find out where they are and meet them where they are instead of where where you want to be, and that's the, that's the thing. So it, whether it be a, a large corporation, whether it be a small business, you have to. I don't care if you have a business making cupcakes. If you have a business making cupcakes, there are people out there who are look who may be looking at a TV channel on Roku or something, and it's good if you have a commercial on there, or it's good if you have a show on Roku about how to make cupcakes. Then they find out more about you. But if you don't okay. reach those people, they're never going to find out where you are. OK. OK.
0: Dr. Barrett, now tell me, even earlier on, even mm-hmm. 25 years, 30 years before, businesses have been using media in different forms, uh, especially you know in the form of advertising. And then later on, uh, even in political cases, you see a lot of politicians used to go on different sort of debates yeah. on media. A lot of people used to own media houses or they were to influence big media houses. Yeah. Then when business television came in, then the businesses started going on onto these platforms and trying to talk about their businesses, especially with the stock market and you know different other markets. And they started selling there. And they, that is where a lot of advertising from businesses yeah. went to those places. Now, when you talk of today using media for propagating your business and to get more clients, what do you exactly mean? What is the difference from earlier on that is happening right now? And what is it that the media should
1: look at in today's time? Excellent question. Well, you see, I'm, I'm not a young man anymore. Uh, so when <laughs> when I was younger, if you wanted to be in media or if you wanted to be showcased, have, have someone talk about you in media, you had to be very compelling. And you had to hope and pray that they would call your number and say, hey, do you want to be on my show? you want to be on my TV show? Can we do an article about you? You had to hope and pray that was going to happen. And it didn't happen to everybody. Okay. Now, it's changed, media has changed so much now. With the advent of social media, with all of these different things that in technology that now you and me have control of the media. And so what I what I tell people, I say, you know, my moniker is media boss, but it's not about me being a media boss, it's about you being a media boss. What I want to do is show people how they can control their media now. You don't have to wait for someone to call your name. So now if you want to have your own radio show, well, you can pretty much start your own podcast. It's the same difference, but you control it now and it stays there forever. If you want to be in a book, you don't have to worry about someone calling you. You can actually write your own book and self-publish your book now, which was something we had never heard of prior to that. Uh, If you wanted to be in a film, a movie, you can shoot a film with an iPhone now. I mean, (laughs) people are doing that. If you want to have a, 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 a TV show, they're streaming TV. You can be have your own Roku channel, not just your own show. You can have your own channel. And, of course, social media lets you put out any information you want to out there as long as, long as you want to with social media. So you can control your own media now, which is a big difference than what it used to be. And that is what I'm, tr- I'm trying to show people how to do with it. Control your media. Write your own story. Stop letting someone have to tell you what you have to do now. You can actually be your own media boss. Okay, so you can't afford to just be a consultant,
0: a doctor, or an expert. You've got to know more beyond
1: that. You've got to know do more more than one thing at a time. And and that's a good that's a good way of putting it. You don't. I, I agree with you, and I don't agree with you. You don't have to know it because you can hire people who do know it. Okay. if you don't I mean, I understand if you're a consultant, you're say you're a doctor or whatever, you're too busy to do all of those things that 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 I'm proposing. Well, good. Hire someone to do it. And what I do is I show people not only how to do it, but how to hire people to to do these things, because there are people who are specialized in such areas. Well, I have an expression that says in order to get it done, you don't have to be the one. So you don't have okay. to hire, you don't have to be the one to know how to do all those things, but you sure can be the one that hires everyone who does it, as long as you know what what you want to have done and you tell that person that you're paying to do this, then they can do it. Right, right. So do you think podcasting is the is
0: is a good way to start for businesses to attract the clients that they want? Do I think, what is? Uh, yeah. In your opinion, in your understanding, do you think podcasting is a good way to start and start yeah. you know, targeting the clients, I, the paying clients
1: that they would want to have? I think podcasting is the best way. And, and I'll tell you why. Because, for instance, let's say that you're, um, your specialty is, I don't know, sports. If you like talking about sports, and you want to do a business around sports. Well, it's if, you, if that's what you love, it's easy for you to talk about it. You can talk about it all day long. So all you got to do is hit record and you can start a podcast with it. It's easier for you to talk about something you love than to sit down and write about something you love. It's easier for you to talk about it than to set up the cameras and make sure you have the right shots for you it's easier for you to talk about it than to engage people on social media and get back and forth in conversation. If you could get that mic going and just start talking, you have a podcast. And you can take that content from a podcast, and as you know this, and you can repurpose it. You can take that content and turn it into a, an ebook, a, a, a blog, a, a, a physical book, if you have enough of it. You can turn it into a magazine with that content. You can actually put a camera on like we have here. And now you have a video podcast. You can turn that video podcast into a TV show on a Roku channel if you like. You can set up another camera and show the making of your podcast and turn that into part of a documentary. You can put this podcast, you can put the clips of it on social media to show people where you are on social media. So you can repurpose that podcast into so many different things, but you just got to start. You can start with the podcast and everything else can branch off from it if you like. Okay, okay, but Dr. Matthew, uh, you see, you
0: also talk and say that nobody cares what you know. So how is this dichotomy, and how there is an assimilation in,
1: in this? I love, this. I love that you brought that up. Yes, I, I have a, a presentation, and it says nobody cares what you know, and I'm but that there's a dot 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 there, and it says until you become a media boss. And what I mean by that is that so many people out there, and and I'm and I'm, you may be right. You may have a great message. You may have a powerful message. You may have something that everybody needs to know, or at least a lot of people in your niche need to know. But unless you're putting, you're controlling it, nobody cares. Nobody, because guess what? They don't know who the heck you are. And you're sitting there waiting for somebody to call you to be on their podcast. You're sitting there waiting for someone to put you in their anthology book. You're waiting for someone to put you on their TV show or to be in their film or or to engage you in social media, to have you on their clubhouse, whatever. Well, while you're waiting, someone is out there making things happen and controlling their media. Someone is out there saying, I'm not going to wait anymore. I'm going to sit there and, and put myself out, out front so people notice me, people see me, and make people care about them. And while you're sitting there waiting, nobody cares about what you're doing. Nobody cares what you know. Nobody cares what you have to say because you haven't made it so that they have to pay attention. I, I always like to talk about the comedian, uh, the the American comedian, Kevin Hart. And Kevin Hart's and in movies, commercials, and I'm sure you know him in in New Delhi. Kevin Hart's everywhere. And I tell people, you may not even think he's funny, but you can't ignore him because he is everywhere. He has books. He has audio books. He has podcasts. He has streaming TV. He has feature films. He has documentaries. He's on social media. He's everywhere. And I'm saying that to you as a business person, Make sure that you put yourself everywhere. Be omnipresent. Be everywhere all at once.
0: Right. Right, Dr. Barrett. Now, after listening to you or and your advice, businesses, uh, consultants, they decide that, okay, let's go for podcasting and get my clients who are waiting for you and for them and, and especially paying clients. Mm-hmm. So how do they move to the next step? Uh, Is it, do they go for audio podcasts? Do they go for video
1: podcasts? How do they begin, take that first step? I'm a big fan of, and the answer to that again is yes, uh, audio and video. I'm a big fan of doing both. The reason I say that is because you can kill two birds with one stone. If you do a video podcast, of course the video podcast is going to include audio. So you can extract the audio from that and put an audio podcast up and then take the video and put it on a video platform, which means you have two audiences already. Because, as you know, most people that watch a video podcast are not the same people listening to the podcast in the audio format. Most people who like to listen to their podcast are not the same people who are going to turn on a video. So These are different sets of people, which means they're different audiences, which means they can be different clients for you. So I would definitely say start with a video podcast. Some people, some people may not be confident enough yet to do video. I say ease your way into it. Do do an audio podcast for a while. Then eventually turn on your camera. Just turn on the camera. And you'll find it is not as scary as you may think. Because you're just talking to the camera. The camera is your audience. There's no person in front of you. So it's an easy way to get things going. But I, I definitely am a fan of doing audio and video right right dr barrett now uh, let me ask you this
0: mm-hmm. for podcasters like you and me mm-hmm. we are more focused on uh, maybe not in the great extent that a lot of people focus on we are not influencers we are podcasters in our different manner now my focus especially is not too much on ri- raising the numbers as such. though we want people to you know, consume your content. Yeah, that's what you want. You want to increase the, you know, you widen your audience. But a lot of people are focused on the numbers so that the more the numbers uh, that can lead to them monetization of their podcast, it can lead to better revenues, ad revenues. Especially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not the case with me. I'm not looking at ad revenues at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? Because it does not work the way I am looking at things for the future. Okay. But for businesses, they they are here to get clients. How should their strategy be on the same platforms in terms of uh, audio and video vis-a-vis people who are looking at earning ad revenues? How do you, uh, how should they conduct themselves
1: in terms of the type of content that they put out? Oh, that's a great question and and, and I'm glad you, you, you uh, set it up that way because a lot of people are focused on the numbers and don't get me wrong the numbers are can be vital because the numbers right. if you have a lot of downloads on your podcast it can attract sponsorship
0: right and that sponsorship
1: right. gets you paid from people right. who, who want to have your podcast but that's not the only way to make money so and and I think that's but that's the only way I think most people promote. So that's so when people think making money from your podcast, they immediately think well, I gotta get a lot of numbers. But there are other ways. I mean, for instance, I told people, if you're just starting your podcast, if you know there are other local businesses in your area that would be a good partner for you, get with them. Have them pay you to be a sponsor on your podcast. A local okay. business that you know of. If you have a, a clothing store, why not talk to the person that owns the shoe store? and have them put a commercial and be a sponsor on your podcast. You know, the great thing about being a sponsor on a podcast is that that podcast stays there forever. And if if you have a commercial on there, guess what? It stays there forever. And that's a great way to have somebody in your your podcast. And guess what they're also gonna do? They're gonna promote your podcast because they have an ad on it. Another thing that I find amazing that people don't do on podcasts when they're on a podcast, they don't sell. Now, I've had people come to me dozens of times and say, well, should I sell my products or my services on my podcast? And I say, you better sell your products or services on your podcast. Understand, this is your show. It's your podcast. If you don't sell your products or services, who else is going to? You had better sell on your podcast. And what I mean by that is don't make the whole podcast a pitch fest. But what I mean is when you get on that podcast, give them some great content, give them something they can, you know, bite into something that they feel, you know what, I can use this content and then make them want more from you. Make them want more. Give them so much information that they they think that you're the expert they need to listen to and they need to hear more from you. So once you give them that, once you give them that content, now- what they're going to do is say you know what that barrett guy he gave me some great information about media i think he can help me with some more things i'd love to know what he else that what else he has so that tells me i need to start selling on my podcast so what i will do is say hey i have an event coming up like i do i do a a, a challenge called the make money from media challenge so what i would do is i would tell the people on my podcast hey if you want to learn more about how you can make money with media, how you can do more in the media is it going to bring in those clients, I'm going to show you how to do that. You just need to come on to my challenge, buy a ticket to my make money for media challenge. Now, am I doing a hard sale? No. But I'm telling them in my challenge, you're going to get this day one. You're going to get this day two. You'll get this day three, this day four, this day five. So now they know they're getting value. They're getting extreme value because remember, they already want more because I gave them enough content that they could you know, really dig into and they want more from me. So if I give them more on my podcast, now you, you heard in my introduction, I also am an author. So am I going to sell my books on my podcast? Of course I am. Yes, I'm going to sell my books on my podcast. I'm going to sell anything that I have that I think this audience would like. Did you hear me? I'm going to sell anything that i have that i think this audience would like why because i don't want to leave them wanting more from me have you ever gone to an event or listened to a speaker and felt that they added value to you and then said man that was great and then you just left home empty-handed because they didn't offer you anything else they have done you a disservice when they do that that's right they have done you a disservice when they've done that So all I'm saying to you is this. If you have a podcast and you have a product or a service that you sell normally, sell it on your podcast. The people are always going to want more from you as long as you're providing good content to them. It just makes sense. It just makes perfect sense for you to go ahead and get your podcast going and bring your products in. Now, also, if you're doing a podcast, it behooves you to be able to show something. Now, let me give you an example of something. I I don't have my books here with me, but if I have my books here with me, oh, doggone, I wish I did. Let's Let's just say that this were my book right here. I would show my book to them and I would put it away. And I hope you understand what I'm saying here. I would show my book and I would put it away, meaning I'm not gonna hold my books up the whole time as I'm talking about my book. Now you're saying, but Barrett, you want them to buy it. Why wouldn't you show it? Well, the reason I'm doing that is because I don't want them focusing on the book. I want them focusing on me. I want them focusing on me, what I have to say in the podcast. The book is the book. They can go get the book. I've already told them about the book. I showed them the book. I put it down. I want your attention back on me now. Because if I'm holding up something, come on, common sense. If you're holding up something, people are going to focus on what's being held up, and they're really not paying attention to what you're saying. And and that and that's the case. They may not even hear you offer the fact that you know that you have a sale on your book or whatever, because all they, they their eyes just got them focused on that object. So what I'm trying to do is get you to do that. If you're doing a video podcast, if you're doing an audio podcast, of course you you can't show it to people. But in both audio and video podcast, we have something we call show notes. The show notes are something that someone can read about the episode. It can be before, during, or after the episode to tell them a little bit more information. If they want to see links about where they can find you, if they want to find out about something that you're offering to sell, they can click that link. So if you are selling something on your podcast, which you should be doing anyway, I encourage you to go ahead and then put that link there so they can buy it and encourage them, go to the show notes, check us out. We have the link listed below here so you can find out more about this challenge I'm offering. You can find out more about my books. You can find out more about my my podcast. You can find out more about the events that I'm putting on. Put them in the show notes. And if you put them in the show notes, then the people can look and click on them. You'd be surprised at how many people pay attention to the show notes. You'd be surprised. But that's another way for you to make money on your podcast by selling it. Now, there's other ways. Then there's um, a site called Patreon. I, I'm not sure if you're familiar with Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com. Patreon allows you to put content up. And that content, people will, it's a crowdfunding site for content creators. So people can use their podcast, put their content in Patreon. People will go to Patreon and they will give money for your cause, for your podcast. I know people make thousands of dollars a month just from their content from Patreon. So that's another way that you can monetize your your podcast. Another thing is through your blog. And you're saying through my blog. Yes, a lot of people put out blogs and they actually sell products, links in their blog. You can also put a link in your blog to your podcast as well. So now you kill two birds with one stone there. These are just other ways you can monetize your podcast. There's so many different ways. It's not just one way of having to get a lot of large numbers. That is not the only way to monetize your podcast. And another way, one of the last ways I like to go over, is that people charge people to be guests. Yeah, there are people who say, hey, if you want to be a guest on my podcast, you have to pay a certain amount. Now, the rule... Normally, is that if, if I'm going to pay for it, you better have a large audience. Well, that's not necessarily the case. You don't have to have a large audience as long as you have an impactful audience. For instance, if you have a small audience, but I know that audience is what I'm looking for, and they and they are paying people. Let's say, for instance, I am um, I'm a high ticket salesman, and I do a pod, and I want to be a podcast guest, and I show people in high-ticket sales, how they can make hundreds of thousands of dollars a week with with a product that I have. If you say, well, I only have like 100 people listening, and I know these are high-ticket salespeople, I know these are people that like to spend money because they like people people to spend money with them. So that's my audience. It doesn't have to be 100,000. If it's 100 I know that are spending money, then I can sell to that audience, and I would pay to be on that podcast. So people will pay if you have their audience. So understand this, that there are several ways for you to make money on a podcast without having to have those large numbers, but having large numbers does help as well.
0: Right. Right. Dr. Math, thank you so much, you know, for holding forth, uh, for, no for, 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 for the KJ masterclass live and, you know, uh, actually sharing so much of great information and tips with the audience. Now uh, talking about uh, you uh, in terms of podcasters and all, but when a business, a small business or consultants, they go uh, and do podcasting for their business, how should their podcasting be different than any other podcaster who is creating content for revenues, because here they are doing it for creating more number of clients, Mm -hmm. how do they manage their Social media. How do they manage their messaging? How will that be different than people who are doing it
1: for creating content for audience? Well, once again, you have to you have to find out what your audience needs and what your audience wants, and more importantly, what they want than what they need, because people really buy what they want instead of what they need. So, if you know what your audience wants, put your messaging out there for that. I'll give you an example. If I'm selling convertible cars, if I'm selling convertible cars, the audience does not care how fast the convertible goes back or how fast it goes forward. They don't care how many uh, buttons and features it has on the dashboard. What they want to know is the feeling they're going to get when they're riding with that top-down flying down the highway. What they want to know is the people who are going to look at them and say, wow, when they drive by. That's what they want to know about. So you need to know that when you're talking to your audience. So what is what is it this, that flash is going to get in, go in their mind when they think about your business? So if you're marketing your business through your social media, is it something that you think they need or is it something that they want? You have to focus on what they want, not on what you think they need. I Look, as a business person, I know what people need. I know what they need. But that's different than what they want. And I always tell people, if we focus on what they need, then, you know, then McDonald's wouldn't exist. Nobody needs to eat at McDonald's. We eat at McDonald's because we want to eat at McDonald's. Nobody needs a 15,000 square foot mansion. We get a 15,000 square foot mansion because we want one. So understand it. People want one. People want what they what they buy. so if you're going to sell something to them give them what they want whatever it is on social media if you know your audience wants this to give them what they want instead of what you feel they need so your marketing on social media or wherever your marketing has to reflect that that's how you're going to separate yourself from other people by giving the people what they want instead of what you feel they need right right now
0: coming to the uh, five ways to attract unlimited paying clients. Now that's you talk about that a lot. Can you tell us, uh, tell our audience about that? Because everybody wants clients, and you know that to play paying clients. So can you share your tips? Five ways that that they can have,
1: uh, you know attract paying clients with. Well, I'm not going to give them all of it. I'm, I'm not going to give because I'm going to give. I'm going to give them my my uh, my training on how to get it, and I'm going to give that to them as, as a gift. But I just wanna say this, I've gone over, I'll give them them a little hint. Um, I've gone over five ways, five five methods that I use. I've talked about social media. I mentioned that to you, that's one area. I've talked about print media, writing books, blogs, eBooks, magazines, that's another area. I've talked about film, putting it, and I know that's a scary one. People say, I can't make a film. Yes, you can. I, I talked about film, putting that together, Around your business, because people like to see a different side of your human side in a documentary. I've talked about television. You can have your own TV channel, TV shows, and all that, and you can monetize that. And I've talked about podcasting. These are just five areas in which you can do it. Now, if you want five ways, here's what I want you to do go to 5ways2payingclients.com. Fiveways to paying clients.com. That is my complimentary gift to you. It's gonna show you how you can do that. Fiveways to paying clients.com. When you do that, you'll get my free training on how you can learn how to how to get those paying clients. Right. Right, Dr. Bad. when I saw that
0: website, it's it's full of resources, it's quite a lot of value, and Thank I will really certainly spend a lot of time there i have bookmarked that particular you know <laughs> website and i rarely do many of them but this is one i will not remove it till i consume the whole of it all I right can thank you i'm telling you in all earnestness
1: that's I why otherwise it. if i hadn't done it
0: i would not talk about the bookmark part
1: i love it that warms my heart thank you
0: so yeah, much yeah yeah and and in fact i will uh share that information also in the youtube description so that people find it easy for them to reach out to their website and to you but is from it- you directly dr barrett is that how can people connect with you if they want to take your help in terms of you know understanding things better or direct guidance from you uh, in terms of taking help for their businesses their consultancy and anything else
1: well, what I do, I, I actually give people um, a complimentary uh, strategy session if they like. They can um, they can they can do one of two things. Because I know this is this is also international, so everybody doesn't have the same. If you're if you're somewhere where you can text, in, in, in the states or something, you can text the word strategy to nine two nine two four 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 three two three. Text word strategy nine two nine two four 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 three two three, or you can just email me and, and ask for a strategy session. And my email is Barrett, B-A-R-R-E-T-T, at E2E, the letter E, the number two, the letter E, systems.com. Barrett at E2E systems.com. If you email me and say, hey, I'd like to get a strategy session, I'll send you a link. And you guys can can jump on a strategy session with me. Right. Right, Dr. Barrett. Uh, we have got so much of,
0: you know, great uh, information, insights into this whole world of podcasting. I also heard about the Patreon part. A lot of people are making huge amounts of money mm-hmm. and not only just just a little bit of money, but huge amount of money for the content that they are creating. And as you said, there are people can go for blogs. They can also go for film and TV. These are all things that one can do themselves it was it is not something that they have to take help of hollywood or anybody else exactly right so thank you very much and we will the way this is just the beginning we will continue talking so on this note it's a wrap on this very special edition of the kj masterclass live thank you once again
1: thank you